Hey Sam, how you going? I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Do do we have any like dumb tweets or anything like that? No, apparently no one wanted to tweet us about Lilo and Stitch. Funny enough. <laughs> I mean, sure. It, it, <laughs> I I genuinely don't understand why, but okay. No, me either. It, it's a fantastic franchise. Tweet us that video shot pod. Why do you hate Lilo and Stitch? And we'll just keep doing episodes about Lilo and Stitch until you do. <laughs> so I finished season two of the show. <laughs> Did you? No, I didn't. Ah, oh, boo. <laughs> well, let's do the music thing and then you can disappoint me some more. All right, play the music. Shop podcast about what you're watching, maybe. I'm your host, Cal. And I'm your other host, Sam. And today we are doing a mini sode on Jojo Rabbit. Me. 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 I'm James. Me. <laughs> Classic James. <laughs> Classic James. Uh... So, spoilers for Jojo Rabbit. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> Have you seen it again since we saw it? I haven't, no. I have. <laughs> nice. It's that good. Nice. It's a movie that was really hard to, like, pitch to people. Yes. I mean, especially with the whole meme of me being a Nazi thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, if, if, for those of you who have just joined us... Cal is a Nazi. I wear sensible shoes and I have low hair. Um, and he wears a so red... that means people think that I'm sa- a socialist. Red sash on his arm. And, and, I, and I resent the socialist aspect of that. <laughs> Yeah, so like, I'm trying to pitch it to people like, it's this little kid whose imaginary friend is Hitler. You see, I'm sold on that premise, though. <laughs> yeah, I was too. And I was really surprised when people weren't. They were like, oh, okay, gal, righto. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think the issue is you're pitching it. Well, yes, you, and Cal, that's racist. You, Nazi. <laughs> no, it's not racist. <laughs> it's it's uh, Nazi-phobic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And you know what? I'm going to say it. I know this is a hardline stance to take on, on the internet, but uh, uh, I'm anti-Nazi. <laughs> I said it. Oh, yeah. There we go. It's out there. <laughs> Very virtuous of you, Sam. Um, but I haven't been able to figure out a better way to pitch it than that, even though that's absolutely not true. And the movie's not about that at all. No, it's just a, it, it's a really interesting way to manifest JoJo's um, brainwashed... Admiration for the Nazis. Well, and his own self-doubt. Yes. Yeah. He's a, it's a satire on, you know, war films and on um, Nazism, obviously. Um, it's just pokes fun of that. But it, it, it's a really interesting analysis of the brainwashing. Yeah. And so there are some really effective scenes of that, like when the Gestapo come. It's the Gestapo, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Dead. Um, um, what's his name? Stephen Merchant. Know, Heil Hitler, Heil Hitler, Heil Hitler, Heil Hitler, Heil Hitler, Heil Hitler. I think that's just really funny. It's played for a joke, but it's also what legi- legitimately happened. Mm. I'm sure it wasn't that funnily awkward. I think it would have been much more like they just all said it at the same time, like they did on the way out of the scene. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, I don't know. I, to be honest, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I, I would hazard a, hazard a guess and say that happened at least once. I mean, I think the brainwashing comes in when, like, he's talking to his best friend saying, oh, no, 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 the the top spot is, is, is set aside for the Fuhrer. So unless you're the Fuhrer trapped in a fat kid's body, 
you're shit out of luck, mate. And then he's like, oh, oh yeah, I yeah, guess you're I'm my just, second best friend. I guess I'm just a kid trapped in a fat kid's body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that line. Oh, man. Every line in this fucking movie is so spot on. It's pretty good. It's Sam Rockwell's amazing. I have officially forgiven him for... For Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. He's a good actor, man. He, I've I've never seen him do anything bad besides Zaphod. And that's less his performance and more the characterization, I think. Yeah, they fucked it up. Yeah, they fucked up that movie that is objectively the best movie ever made. I bet Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. They, um... But and all the brainwashing's in with all the kids, you know. All the kids are, you know, literally little Nazis. And it's just interesting. But then the com- comedy is completely offset by the hanging people in that town square. Yeah, yeah. And then that scene. Oh, fuck, man. Okay, like, Scarlett Johansson, I, I haven't, uh, I don't know anything about, like, movie award shows or anything like that, besides the only legitimate one, the Video Shop Official Muffin Awards. Um, yeah, correct. Uh, so I don't know if, like, Oscars and shit like that have, like, actually had any of their nominations yet at all, cause, but I have seen ads yeah. for Jojo Rabbit, like, please consider Jojo Rabbit. And fuck, it's been man. nominated. The BAFTAs were yesterday, right? The BAFTAs, the BAFTAs, BAFTAs. the BAFTAs were yesterday. Yeah, the British Acting Film Awards for being British. Yeah, and Scar Jo was nominated, but not for this. She was nominated for Marriage Story for Best Actress. Sure, whatever. It wasn't as good as as Jojo Rabbit. I haven't seen it. It wasn't as good as Jojo Rabbit. I've heard it's excellent. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I probably I should have watched it, maybe. <laughs> Don't you ever talk to your mother like that! <laughs> best scene! It best, is, and she should have filmed... got nominated for this, I agree. It, it might be one of the best filmed things. Jojo Rabbit did win Best Adapted Screenplay, though, um, at the BAFTAs last night. I mean, that seems like a compensation. Like, that seems like a, a consolation prize. Are you saying awards for screenwriting aren't worth anything, Cal? <laughs> <laughs> Not when the award is <laughs> you took a thing that was already written and rewrote it in an adequate way. Is <laughs> a lump of metal. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. <laughs> no, but adaptations can sometimes be harder to write. Yes, than... I understand that there's some, there's something about adaptations, right? And I don't know what the source material was like, so maybe I'm just biased in that regard but there's so much good about Jojo Rabbit that isn't necessarily just that so it was based on Christine Lee Nen's book Caging Skies okay <laughs> did the little boy have an imaginary friend called Hitler I don't know I'm having a look now best-selling Hitler youth novel oh yeah so when they say Hitler youth novel do they mean for the Hitler youth or about the Hitler youth I assume it's about, because it would be really funny if they took a bunch of Nazi propaganda and actually and made this movie out of it. <laughs> uh, well, it was written in 2008, so... Mm. Yeah, fair enough. That's pretty damning evidence that it's, <laughs> that it's not really Nazi propaganda. <laughs> but who knows? In our current state of the internet, nearly everything's Nazi propaganda. So the Caging Skies summary, as on Amazon, goes, an avid member of the Hitler Youth in the 1940s Vienna, Johannes Betzler, so they changed his name in the movie, discovers his parents are hiding a Jewish girl named Elsa behind a false wall in their home. 
His initial horror turns to interest, then love and obsession. After his parents disappear, Joannes is the only one aware of Elsa's existence in the house, and he alone is responsible for her fate, probably pronouncing his name real wrong. Drawing strength from his daydreams about Hitler, Joannes plans for the end of the war and what it might mean for him and Elsa. So it really sounds like it's the loose premise they've taken here. Well, it seems like more of that novel takes place after... Um, Scarlett Johansson's death. Yes. Well, and the dad isn't present at all. But it seems like it was very much inspired by you took the premise yeah. and Taika Waititi fight it. Yeah, yeah. Because that scene couldn't have happened if there were both parents there for one, and to that I am eternally grateful. Um, but it also, it just cuts down extraneous characters, because, like, the only characters that are really that important uh, is, is Jojo, Elsa... Um, Captain K and the mum. Yeah, nearly. Uh, they're the they're the vital important characters. <clears throat> yeah, everybody else could go without really changing it that much. Yes, but although all those other little characters, like a lot of Taika Waititi's work, give flavour to the overall film that make it much more interesting to watch. Yeah, definitely. Like they, are, like like yeah. his friend. You know, I'm just a kid trapped in a fat kid's body. Oh jeez. Yeah, <laughs> and it just seems like I can't die. <laughs> Yeah, he adds. He changes the tone of that of every scene that he's in with his lines. Like he's a he's a surprisingly key character in the scene that he's in. He's just not in that many scenes. Yes, and that. But you watch any of Taika Waititi's work. You watch um, Hunt for the Wilder People. You watch Thor Ragnarok. Even those side characters mm. that maybe just are in one scene are vital to that scene. Mm. Every character has an intense purpose. But this movie had some amazing scenes, and all the scenes with Scarlett Johansson and Jojo, Mm. and the interesting dynamic of her being anti-fascism and him totally for it, is a really interesting dynamic. And that's her way of protecting him, which is also really interesting. Yeah, that that she just sort of lets him go. Because what's more important is him being safe. Yeah, and and you know, kind of that alone shows the horror when that is the best way to keep him safe. Yeah, is to let him become a fascist. Well, yeah, and like, he was lucky in the sense that he could have ended up on the front lines like his fat friend was by yeah. the end. But he got injured. Yeah, like he was he was lucky to have avoided that war, and he didn't know that until long after he would have been dead. Yeah. And if we'd seen... This technically actually came out in December. We're covering it in January because we saw it in January. That movie really did dampen the horrors of war in a way that's still understandable. Like, it still gets everything across. Yeah. Like, you know that Captain K sacrificed himself to save Jojo at the end. You don't see it. And that is also such a nice scene. But you see it all from a kid's perspective. That's what makes it dull. Yeah. He doesn't see the horrors of war. Mm. But it's interesting because the context the audience has is we know the horrors of war. We know how fucking horrible the Nazis were. And here is this kid whose perspective of the war is very narrow, so he doesn't understand. Yeah. And because we share his perspective with the whole movie, we, as the audience, don't see the horrors of war until the Mm. end, even though we know... Mm which makes the movie also, like, funny and also tragic. Well, and, like, it's a ballsy move. Like, there's a lot of people, I imagine, that if you pitch this movie to them, they would say, you can't, you can't joke about this. That's not okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and this was 20th Century Fox, 
and Disney Disney owned them when it was being released, and Disney was apparently a this is a you know allegedly Disney was a little unsure about it just because of the subject matter. Yeah. Disney's very family friendly. However, I think they're going to realize that these kind of movies are important. They absolutely are. And you know, back in the day in World War Two, Disney was anti. Disney made anti-Nazi propaganda. Like, <laughs> I don't think it's a hardline stance for Disney to go Nazis are well, bad. I think the the point is that, like, I mean, because this this movie, if interpreted the wrong way, if in, if given the least charitable interpretation. People could argue that it's a pro-Nazi movie. I, people could warp at that that you're, you're making light of these horrible things. People, it would be a bit of a stretch though. But people have gotten away with it. Like people have argued that in the past and gotten things done in courts about dumb jokes like this. True. It's like. Yeah, I'm, I don't want to go down a political rabbit hole. Of we best not censorship and shit like that. But it's it's important that movies like this get made, and I wish people were a bit more consistent with their beliefs about that sort of thing. Well, and I think these are this is this was a very important movie, a very entertaining movie, um, and it was annoyingly relevant to now. Mm, I mean, sure, <laughs> but again, that's getting political. Yeah, we're not talking about it. And on that note, let's uh, let's wrap that one up. What did you all think of Jojo Rabbit? Tweet us at Video Shop Pod on Twitter. Uh, Cal, are you going to wrap us up? <laughs> See you, nerds.